also the strawberry orders are due, so get those in youth, and if you haven't bought strawberries yet, find me. Uh, I got you. Uh, on the 14th is Valentine's Day, uh, we'll have jams, and then also the uh, orders, the, the um, strawberry orders will be delivered or picked up that day. Um, on the 22nd, we have the Ladies United Fellowship. Uh, the sign-up is out in the foyer, so ladies, if you haven't signed up, go sign up. Kylie is speaking at it, so you'll definitely want to be there to hear her. Um, and then the 28th, we have the Mission Pledge Due. Go ahead and stand up, turn to your neighbor, give them a smile, show them some love, shake their hand, and join us in worship today.
that we can have joy. It doesn't mean everything's perfect all the time, but it means that God is always good. And so right now we have some needs that we're going to pray to the God that's always good to believe, knowing that he is always able to touch every single one of our needs. And so what we're going to do is we have some names we're going to mention specifically. And if you have any need in your body tonight that you want prayed for, I want you to step forward. Ministers will anoint you with oil, pray with you and for you. And we're going to believe that the always good God is going to be good tonight. It's going to touch your need, your body, your mind. So we have Amos Thompson, Brother and Sister Proctor, the Foyles family, David Bell, Anna Emerson, R.C. Clark, Bethany's stepdad, Tobias Gonzalez, Mitchell DuBose, and Della Joyce. And so, Father, I pray that you touch every need here tonight. That, God, we surrender control to you and allow you to do what only you can do, which is the miraculous. That you move, that you make a way where there is no way. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh. 
us to have the advantage of it is without a question that without him we can do little actually his word says without me you can do nothing the obvious is there nothing of real importance nothing of real lasting value nothing of the ability to salvage yourself or those family members. So it is with joy that I come tonight to preach passionately, powerfully, hopefully, in the name of Jesus, talking about the Word, employing the Spirit, and providing a future for every one of us. I would like for us to pray for just like one minute and ask God help us to open our hearts and our minds to the rest of our future. Father.
I want to talk to you tonight and preach being saved is a wild activity. Being saved is something that you come out of and something you moved in, move into. Dimensions of the past that we held to that that uh, satisfied the flesh and satisfied the moment of marriage and satisfied the moments of childbearing and 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 things that that go on in job opportunities and and community activities. It's, it uh, sort of frightening. You never know what's going to happen now. The angels of hell have loosed themselves in your area. The angels of darkness have come to destroy your children in our city. There is a covenant with death in so many places. And God is calling from the cross and then through the empty tomb and then the in the midst of the years. Revive revival in the midst of the years. Revive old-fashioned love in the neighbors in the midst of the years. I see the sun setting. I see the wildness of hell being loosed in the children that are looking for something. So I cry out and I preach as passionately as I can. Help us, O oh Lord. The Bible says, when thou goest out to battle against thine enemies and seest horses, chariots, and you know that's some of the older style of talking, you would rem remove it with cars, and fabulous cars and a people more than thou watch this now be not afraid of them for the Lord thy God is with thee which brought thee up somebody say up out of the land of Egypt <clears throat> I want to this is a parenthetical thing I put in my notes while the scene it's different. The spirits are the same. God hasn't changed and the devil hadn't changed. Those are necessary realizations. And it shall be when ye are come nigh, watch this, unto the battle, that the priest, the pastor, the preacher, the evangelist, shall approach 
and speak to the people and shall say unto them, Hear, O children of God, you approach this day unto battle against your enemies and watch the fabulousness of this. Let not, the word let there means don't allow it, not your hearts faint. Fear not and do not tremble. Neither be ye terrified because of them. I want to tell you it's not time for us to bow down to what's happening in the corruption of minds and in the terror of horrible events going on. It is a time for the church to stand at attention and salute our Savior and say, lead on, Jesus. Talk to us, Jesus. Don't leave us now, Jesus. We need to follow you like we've never followed you because you are the only one that has conquered death, hell, and the grave and we are intending to conquer the devil and we are intending to give our children freedom that lives yet today in an incarcerated society. I wish somebody would praise him just for the idea. Thank you, Jesus. I want to read that one more time. Let not your hearts faint. When you see all of this stuff and those prophecies that are coming through that we have tried to evaluate to a degree, let not your hearts faint. Fear not. Don't let yourself get upset about what I'm about to say, but don't say to yourself or your children, I don't know what we're going to do. I know what we're going to do. We're going to look up. We're not going to look around and decide our life based on what's happening around we're going to look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of this whole scope. We are going to look up for salvation cometh from above. We are going to look up because the angels of heaven are coming down to restore the church. I'm telling you, it's time to look up. Don't you look around and make your decisions about what's going on in the world. Make a decision. I'm going to look up. So... For the Lord your God goes with you. Somebody say, look at your neighbor and say, to fight for you. And against your enemies, fear, condemnation. Don't you let the devil condemn you because you may not do perfect every day. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus is a straight and solid victory. There is therefore now no condemnation that to them that walk in the faith, that looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, we are not going to make our decision of how well tomorrow is going to be based on the economy of a world. We know what the economy of heaven is. Victory, then power, sound minds, victory in the spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, he has yet to reveal all of his glory and I don't want to miss that show. I've already touched the hem of his garment. I've already 
already felt the glory of his victory. I've already felt a little bit of that, but I'm looking for that final day when death looks at me in the face and says, mister, you're not gonna make it. And I'm gonna say, I am in the resurrection already. I am in the name of Jesus. I am in the Holy Ghost in Jesus. I'm walking in the word in Jesus. You're not gonna scare us, devil. We are gonna walk in faith. We're gonna tell our kids, greater is he that is for you than he that is against you. And we're gonna dance on the demons and we are gonna have revival like when the old days. I wish somebody would praise him. If you have to get out and give him a little dance, it's okay. We're not here to to canalize each other. We are here to let Jesus know you're looking in and we're looking up. I wish you'd say it with me. Being saved is a wild activity. That's right. Don't you worry about travailing. That's a wild activity. Don't you worry about dancing in the Holy Ghost. That's a wild activity. The world don't understand that. Carnality don't understand that. But the angels do understand that. And they're the ones that's going to satisfy the soul. The Lord in Deuteronomy verse 4 will fight for you against your enemies to save you. You didn't get the Holy Ghost to become Pentecostal. You became filled with the Holy Ghost, Christ in you. That's a whole lot different deal than just talking in tongues one night. What happened is you were born again of the Spirit. And now Christ makes his home in your heart, in your head, in your hands. And that he fights for you all the way back in Deuteronomy, the 20th chapter, to save you. I wish you'd look at your neighbor and say, he's going to save you if you let him. I've said it this morning and I'm going to say it again tonight. Trouble is with you always. However, I did not mention this part of it. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you, which we will respond to and how And we will teach our children this. And we will teach our younger siblings this. We are going to talk the wisdom of God. And wisdom always conquers foolishness. Even though the Bible said the foolishness of God is greater than the wisdom of man. If you understand that at all, it's just simply the more simple things of God are so far above men that can create rockets, aircraft. The foolishness of God is Christ in you and nobody can see your engine. 
and nobody can see it when all of a sudden the Holy Ghost starts booing you up. And as Paul in prison, he just began to dance and praise the name of the Lord while the people thought he was in downtime. He was finding up time and it's from that prison that he wrote many of his thought patterns and they are phenomenal since God began to save you have you been worried that things may not go well that's the demons that want to tantalize you and try to tell you the same thing in the Old Testament. Where is your God? I want to tell you, he'll show up just on time. Evil imaginations create fear, and fear hath torment, the Bible said. How much more likely are you to die in a car than an airplane? I wrote it in my notes so you could tantalize yourself with that. It's an amazing thing that in spite of big budget Hollywood films and depicting plane crashes, flying is actually the safest mode of transportation in percentage. In fact, the odds of a plane crash are one for every 1.2 million flights. Go ahead and fly. With ads of dying in 11 million, your chances of dying in a car or traffic accident are one in a 5,000. Ladies and gentlemen, hit with Christ in God is one of the greatest ventures you've ever put yourself into. And that is not even close. The people that just go through life that look to you like everything they got financially and everything they own in this earth. But you own a spot in glory. Well, I mean, don't run the aisles over it. I said, you own a new body in a new world that you have yet to get into. You've only tasted the little bit on this side of the big stuff that's about to happen. You think there's power in this service right now? You have never felt what the rest of the story is. But the dead in Christ shall rise first and then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Don't you satisfy yourself with this stuff in this earth go ahead and look up your redeemer is looking down uh, send me snow skiing again I am bursting out with flames <laughs> moving back to spiritual living and etc pray for your enemy 
I'd like for us to do that because this turns them over to the owner of their life. See, it's not just a prayer. When you pray it, you literally take your neighbor and put them in the hands that breathed into them their first breath. It is he that gave us our first breath. So when you pray for those that despitefully use you, you blow your spirit in confidence and in faith. And that's why we keep preaching to the people. Preach, preacher, preach, preacher. Because I want to know how to handle this world. And I want to know how to help this world and I want my neighbors to have this God and I want this God to have the advantage of knowing that I am with him and he can use me however he wants to use me to look across the fence and say howdy neighbor we care about you and we're thankful you're our neighbor let them cuss you don't have to cuss them back that's the natural tendency of flesh. Let them cuss. Let them do whatever they do. But he loved you when you was pitiful. And through us, we love them when they are pitiful. And do you remember being pitiful? Would you stand up and just shout hallelujah if you're glad you got out of that? Go ahead, it's all right. Hallelujah. We're having revival. We're, we're not waiting on the devil to give us revival. God's already authorized it. Revive thy works in the midst of the years. In wrath, make known mercy. I'm telling you, this church building is going to be aflame with revival and absolutely being a place of birthing new people. Evil imaginations are what create fear. And fear hath torment. And when you are feeling tormented in your spirit, that's when you need to put yourself back on the altar and say, God, I crucify the flesh and I will not allow the flesh to speak to my future. I will allow only the one that gave me my Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the Lord that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. I'm looking unto my Redeemer. I'm not going to be worried and I'm not going to live in fear. Yes, I do know it's like flying in an aircraft. You're not in control. You just ride. That's the scary part. Brother Ronnie, have you ever felt that feeling? Flying in a jet, hoping the, drunk, the pilot's not drunk or on drugs? Ladies and gentlemen, you don't know who is up there. But what I do know, who is running the show of my life. So, moving forward. Pray for your enemies. I tried to say it as carefully as I could, but this turns them over to the owner of their life. Forgive those who have done you wrong. 
this relieves your nerves. Because as long as you let their weakness live in your heart, you can get a depressed spirit. Don't give room for Satan. That's what that scripture is all about. Your body will react to a lie. If the enemy can get you to thinking that somebody hates you and they may not even have one thing against you, start watching. And if they happen to move a different direction than they did yesterday, I knew it. I refuse to live with that junk. And I refuse to let the beautiful people of this assembly live with that kind of mentality. We are in Christ Jesus, a new creation. And all things are past. And we are now into our future. That's the glory of the Holy Ghost. And being baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. And walking in holiness and walking uprightly and eschewing evil. Not picking up a bunch of evil. Just so I can tell somebody, this is the way so-and-so treated me. Now I've got to have their dumb actions living in my life. Why would you want to carry somebody's weight that don't care about life? What you want to do is pray for them that despitefully use you. Send the prayer up. God... I'm on this plane and I'm flying high in the Holy Ghost and I'm living off of the word of God, the bread that never quits nourishing my brain. Oh, glory. Since God began to save you, have you ever been annoyed by others pointing their finger at you? Why, when we are living in the supremacy of God, would we allow some little monster, mosquito-type person sting us and we act like we're going to die because we got stung a little? I've been stung a lot by mosquitoes and mosquito people. Yeah. That's why God said, forgive them before they ask. Get rid of the venom and it won't poison your brain and you won't have to carry all that pitiful stuff that they've been accusing you of and then you get all ticked off about life and the first thing you know, you take it out on husbands or wives or kids or parents. Am I home with you yet? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm preaching to you a peace giver. I am preaching to you a power lover. I am preaching to you a man called Christ that is the Savior of the world. And he's fixing to call you out to the rest of your glory. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Since God God has begun to save you, have you, have you ever been annoyed by others across the service? Don't look around now. That's what the enemy wants you to do. God's never going to tempt you. 
God tempteth no man, the Bible said. But when you are tempted, you are drawn away from him. The book says it. And you don't want to get out of the airplane when it's going through a storm. You want to buckle your seatbelt. Let's look at Job for a minute. Things that God allows can make us very nervous. Job looked at God and said, Even today is my complaint bitter. My stroke is heavier than my groaning. In other words, I'm not acting as bad as I feel. I'm not screaming as loud as I'd like to. Evil men have treated me wrong. You're not the first one to feel like God has forgotten you. Listen to Job, third verse, Job 23. Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come even to his seat. I would order my cause before him and say, why weren't you there? You ever been nervous riding with God? Well, don't ever feel nervous riding with me. Because we're going to be in a car or an airplane or a bus. But I'm not going to take you without an aircraft. But He is going to take you by the Spirit into dominions where angels minister to them that are heirs of salvation. You like ministry? It's going to minister to you. Now they're wanting to wish they would have been the ones. And then he said, after I give you the first fruits, I'm going to pour it out. Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. No, that's yours. I didn't, I'm not an Indian giver. And God didn't give you the Holy Ghost to take it back. It's just the earnest of your inheritance. I'm talking to, boy, there's a Holy Ghost revival landing right here at this altar right now. Could we just praise him for the atmosphere that we're sitting in tonight? This is an awesome evening. You can stand, you can dance, you can do whatever you want to, but just let him know how grateful you are that he is here tonight. We think nothing of shouting at each other. But it's time for each other to hear others shouting unto God. From the back of the house, from the garage, across the seat. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the car. Thank you for the money to eat. Thank you, Jesus. 
That's nothing wrong, and it's not braggadocio. It is praise unto the one that's going to give you the final flight into the glory world. I am so thrilled tonight to be able to help you to conquer yourself so you can help others conquer themselves. Light is always greater than dark and truth is always greater than lies and the Bible said the devil is a liar. He would try to tell you that you cannot make it through what's going on in America and in our localist places of life. He would tell you that you're not worthy of the blood of Jesus Christ. He would tell you that the Holy Ghost don't mean anything. He would tell you that going to the house of God is not important. He would tell you that there is no real need for a preacher. I want to tell you that the book put it in place. Greater is he that is for you than he that is against you. And when you find the word of God matching the need of man, you can be sure receiving that bread is going to anoint your hands, your feet, your heart, and your head. And all of a sudden, you are going to conquer death, hell, and the grave. And you won't have to worry about if they put you in a cold tomb because on the day of the coming of the Messiah, there is going to be an opening of the graves and the dead in Christ are getting out first. And I want to be with them. I want to be joined with him and the sky and meet the Lord in the air and that's what we're doing here we are staying ready we are staying upgraded we are staying in step we are praying in the Holy Ghost we are passionate about our world since God began to save you have you ever been afraid that it might not work for you Every one of us have been tormented by hell to try to make us think we can't make it. I just can't do that. You'll hear yourself say inwardly. I want to tell you and preach to you and upgrade your faith to the place. If you ever hear that, it will never be God. He has proven by death and by resurrection that he's on your side. Did you already get some money? You didn't get some money? Good night, I'm going to be busted. That's just a signal of what God wants to do for your spirit. And your spirit will be far greater than that little mediocre. But that will get you a hamburger dinner. Anybody ever sung that song, Victory, Victory Shall Be Mine? 
if I hold my peace and I fight the battle, victory, victory shall be mine. I'm telling you, there's a revival spirit that's Niagara power that is flowing through this house on this Sunday night. I see it in the heart. I see it in the eyes. I feel it in the atmosphere. There's a glory cloud raining righteousness, raining peace. But I will tell you, as a pastor and as an evangelist and as just a person, God has made me nervous many times. But it was my own doing. I didn't have to. I knew what the book said. He'll try to tell you that your neighbor don't love you. The enemy will try to tell you that, not God. The enemy will try to tell you that there's no way you can reach those people. The enemy will try to tell you they don't love you that much. God will never tell you that. He is not a God of fear. He is a God of peace. So whenever you feel like somebody has got it in for you, God will whisper to you when it's he's got it in for you, Come unto me. This is the last one. You got in on it. Go get her some gum or something. Somebody say he's pouring out his spirit in this house tonight. I wish you'd tell your neighbor... The Holy Ghost and fire is all over this house tonight. Tell somebody, look at them and just shake your head. They'll know what you mean. I'm here to tell you revival is about to happen on percentages like we've never seen it. I said revival is a promise of God. I said revival is produced by God. It's going to happen. I don't want to miss it. I want to stay hooked up. I want to stay synced in. I want to be ready. I don't want to be living in fear. I want to be living in faith. And I want a preacher to keep me preached up in my faith and to know without a doubt he is in love with me and I am in love with him and I'm not going anywhere. Watch this. I saw the prosperity of the wicked. There don't seem to be any real bands or bindings in their death. Their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men. Neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore pride compasseth them. I want you to understand without a question. The reason some of those people don't feel that way. They feel free because they have a lot of this world. What they don't realize is they're incarcerated to this world. That is going to be on fire when the devil takes over. That's the incarceration. That's the great day that you worked and kept the faith. Since God has already forgiven you and put you in a new place, I want us to close as the singers come. Have you ever, since he began to save you, thought about giving up or quitting?
I will lead the parade as a preacher. Yes, for me. Yes, I've thought about giving up. You don't pastor a lot of people with hurts and disappointments and a multiple of our own thoughts and things that go on. But whenever that tide begins to turn, the word of God begins to stabilize my life. And that's when I'm glad I know who he really is and where he stands. And I take my stand with him. He is still the rock of ages. He is still the foundation that is for sure the firm foundation. Other foundation can no man put together than he what he put together. As long as you love me, he said. As you follow me, he said. And my mind begins to work in your mind, he said. You're going to make it. You may feel weak when it comes to raising a wife. Stabilizing a wife. You're going to do the Elvis Presley thing. Shake rock and roll. is what's going to keep you. The name, the blood, the word, and the Holy Ghost. The fourth man in the fire. That when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were put in to be dead, the fourth partner showed up as the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And they walked out without the smell of smoke. That is not just a Sunday school story. That is a pattern of what's happening in this world. We're all tormented by what's happening in the fiery darts of the wicked one. But the fourth man, the spirit, the God, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, our source. Would you say everlasting source? I want us to get that. I may not be here another 40 years, so you, you got to hurry up and get it. <laughs> Could we stand? Take hands with somebody if it's okay. One can put a 1,000 to flight. Two can put 10,000 to flight. We're going to chase spirits of defeat. We're going to chase the spirits of darkness out of our area. I believe in the next three minutes, the prayers that are joined together in faith is going to reduce the fear factor and the faith factor is going to take over the rest of this week. And we are going to drive demons away from people as we help stabilize the economy of our world. I plead the blood of Jesus. I bring the word of Jesus. 
I bring the power of the resurrection. I bring the glory of Christ in us. The power of God unto salvation. And I praise the name of the Lord for the church that's alive in America. The body of Christ. The glorious bride of Christ that is waiting His coming. Go ahead and sing it, singers. If you want to just slip down to the front and give God some sacrificial praise, why don't you take your liberty? That's it. It'd be nice, particularly if a lot of our men felt to do that. Your future has never been more secure. Almost every prophecy has already come to pass. The last prophecy, I will come. I will come. Take out my 